Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook, and here's why. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings fast, sometimes in quickly as 12 minutes. No, two hours. Come on, let's not be crazy. But... You should know it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code extra points so they know I sent you. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a, where are we, Thursday. Oh boy, it's back. March Madness. Yeah, NIT's fun, but we got the real stuff back tonight. Eddie Spaghetti right there fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, we have my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. What happened? Fellas, this is it. I get excited for this Thursday. I'm not. I'll tell you what. I'm not that excited to have to watch them on my phone while my eight-year-old is dressed in a Yankee uh, costume. Playing a team he's almost certainly going to lose to. Maybe I'm zigging when everybody else is zagging, Ooh. and I'm not talking about the number one seed in the West. I, I, I'm, I'm on cloud nine, Sal. First oh. of all, I like. I know a lot of people love to hit Vegas mm-hmm. for the first, uh, first weekend. I think this is the weekend. This is when me and my pals would typically head out to Vegas because now you boil it down and you can focus on just one game. That's one. I'm a cl- on cloud nine because I'm not a rationalizing Chiefs fan trying to make sense of why this is better ultimately uh. for my team. So I'm not that. I have already set the coffee maker. Before I even came to do this, my coffee maker is set to go off at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So I'm ahead of the game oh, good. on that front. So really, everything's coming up Damashek. Yeah. You know? I'm can really you beat that, Martin? I don't know. See if you can, Marty. By the Try. way, speaking of rationalizing Chiefs fans, we have Mark Gunnels on, Martin's Ooh. Partner for Lemon Pepper Parlay, and he's just knocking it out of the park already. Pick got his best bet. He's like, let me try this gambling thing. Uh, Hawks over Knicks and Trey Young over what was it, like twenty four points? It was bang, twenty seven and a half. Twenty seven yeah. half didn't matter. Put it down forty. But right. anyway, he's going to join us in a minute. I don't know what your coffee maker. Everything good with you? I mean, I plan to do what I do most weekends. It's going to watch sports and and drink a little bit. Wake up, watch sports again, drink a little bit more, and then go to work. So I don't know. Like I'm going to have a good time this weekend. It sounds like you guys are going to be very much adulting. I'm, I feel I'm like I'm on my, and, I feel like and, I have the Tom Brady going where it's like, this is why I don't want to have kids right now. Because you're oh, coffee maker at 6 a.m. You're going to be watching. <laughs> the Yankee thing kills me. I hate the kids. And you're right, Check This is where the uniform does matter. I can't even in a, a nonsensical Little League fashion look at my son in a Yankee jersey and pants and the pinstripes and everything else in the hat and be like, I, I just can't take it. Uh, the, um, the saving graces, they're terrible. So um, no, well, I, I'm rooting. Let's That's, not bury the lead, though. You're yeah. there to watch the star catcher of that baseball team, <laughs> and he was positively like Thurman Munson in his yeah. prime with that swipe tag. Well, he's wearing the number eight. I, I'm like, all right, let me at least pick number eight for you. He'll be Yogi Berra, yeah. who was a Met, a Met manager, and everything. He'll do that. Yeah, he did swipe tag to end the game uh, the other day. Yeah, Look that on social this, media. He's got you must nice have been busting. Was he's this the nice same instincts. kid that uh, like didn't try his best? 
or is that he tried his best? Yeah, he did out? say he's tried his best. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say I like to see his efforts improve. It is. It's, it's getting better as he, the year rolls on. I was wondering what was going to happen when, uh, when my man was rounding third. <laughs> I was like, is he going to try his best here? Hey, you know who's not trying their best? Me with these um, bets, these midweek bets. I made a big mistake, Martin. I have to be honest. I bet a heavy favorite in the NBA on a random uh, Wednesday. Oh yeah, can't do that. Stupid, right? And. <laughs> the whole the big thing was Jimmy Butler's fight with uh, Donis Haslam <laughs> steps up for Spolstra, and I was like, oh, I'm on the wrong side of this. I bet the Heat money line over the Warriors. You know, no Clay, no Dre, no Steph. That Warriors team, and uh, they couldn't get it done. But now I'm looking like, all right, this is making sense. Miami's in first. I think a, a game and a half separates what Miami, mm-hmm. uh, the Celtics, even. Um, uh, who am I, what, what am I? Uh, I'm, Milwaukee's I'm up Milwaukee, there. obviously, and Philadelphia. Then, yeah. Like a game and a half separates them. You don't want to come in first. You don't want to come in second. You want to come in third because you don't want to play uh, the Nets, who could be an eight or a seven seed. Right. Simple. Right. I, but I wonder though, because Miami, this is that's like, why they're they, losing. Well, they just lost to oh, I can't remember right now, but they lost to somebody without a star the game before. This game, they didn't have Clay Thompson, nor Steph, nor Draymond. Yeah, and uh, it was just like Jordan Poole. It's one thing to get lit up by Steph, Jordan Poole, and Andy. What you will, what you will not do is disrespect <laughs> Michigan man Jordan uh, Poole in the month of March. That's right. what you won't do. Yeah, you can't do that. I kind of just did. Take it back, Shaq. But uh, but I just want to know, what do you think that Jimmy Butler said for his bolster to say, you're going to fucking fight me? I want to know now. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, that's what I want to know. Because yeah. when have you ever seen a coach like the coach was going back at Jimmy and everybody was like, Spo, it's not worth it. Spo, it's not worth it. Like nobody was like, yo, you're wiling out. Yeah. It was very much like, just go back to the bench, man. We'll take care of him. He's tripping. Well, I always want to know, but I especially want to know because Jimmy Butler seems like one of the more likable players in the league. Oh, yeah, sure. Everywhere he goes, everybody just has no, but, good things to say. No, I get it, but he does, those commercials are good. He's Peyton Manning-esque <laughs> in the commercials. Sings, sings 80 songs. It's fun. If the world was was less um, offended by Pedro Martinez uh, throwing old man Don Zimmer to yeah, the ground right. than they were by Jimmy Butler going after uh, Eric Spolster. Yeah, that was uh, that was some scene. Good look right on the cusp of the playoffs. Jeez. All right. So I don't know. So I, I guess so I guess they're tanking, right, Martin? I don't know. You have you have to. It, it's very hard to pick these NBA games when you because it, it depends. It depends. Is this Heat culture? Right? Is this you know they like they like to have the edge? Yeah. Is this good for the Heat going into the playoffs? Because it's always good when you're you coach is saying, yeah, yeah. do you want me to fight me going into the playoffs? Well, I'm being sarcastic. No, Everybody says how tough the Heat are and this and that in the third. And I think there's something to it in a bubble. But uh-huh. it's just Jimmy Butler is the type of guy, you know, kind of, he just, he seems, everywhere he goes, it, it first year works out, second year works out, and then after third, fourth year, he's fighting he's, the coach. He's fighting the coach or he's, yeah. he's bringing all the, the reserves into Minnesota and embarrassing the starters. Carl Anthony Towns is just now shaking back, it feels like. Yeah. And he burned the bridge in Philadelphia. I don't know, maybe this might just be uh Well, maybe this is Sheck's. I don't know. Yeah, it could be that internally they're falling apart. It could be that they're tanking purposely to get that three spot to play either Chicago or Toronto or Cleveland. Cleveland, by the way, Already, like a game out of as great as they were, they're they in jeopardy of missing the playoffs. But check, this was where your idea would come into play. It's one thing if the if the 12th seed starts tanking to get a nice draft pick, more lottery balls. But when the first three seeds start tanking, that's bad news. And this is where, we, as you say, first place team, if they got to pick their opponent, we wouldn't have to worry about the top echelon teams tanking. Oh, wouldn't it just be great? This is, look, 
I, you know, I like sports. I've we've talked about I think, it before. I did that, hear that that, that yeah. you and I both uh, enjoy mm. watching sports and talking about them and such. But we want to make the sports world a little bit better, leave it a little bit better than mm-hmm. we found it when we check out from the big blue marble. And this is a great idea. How much fun would this be? In I mean, what sport wouldn't it be dynamite in? Imagine because right. nobody the Nets are the kryptonite for all these teams in the top four. Of it's the weird right they've now. held everyone hostage and they might not make it themselves. <laughs> so weird. It is when you think of the odds-on favorite to win the East for most of the year has been is is, is a play-in candidate tournament. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And, and up until a couple of days ago, one of their best players was not going to be able to play home games. Literally game. yesterday. Yeah. Literally, like at, at, at 7 p.m. Pacific time yesterday, they're like, Eric Adams changed his mind because Aaron Judge and, and uh, Giancarlo Stanton, they're probably not vaccinated. So yeah. they, they, he knows better than fuck with the Yankees. Right. But, uh, but you talk about, you know, the meaning of regular seasons and all of that in these 80 games, 162 in baseball, obviously, and too many games. And do you get up for all those? I mean, the Boston Celtics, it's now 28 out of their last 35. And I really continue to feel like, I mean, certainly the odds makers, they're still plus 650 mm-hmm. to survive the East. I feel like there's way, well, there's way more buzz about the Heat still than there is about the Celtics. We talked about it on minus three Celtics. Wong, Kevin Hench is sort of like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not getting too excited really? about where, uh, how far they. Well, I think Martin laid it out best on Lemon Pepper Parley. Go back and listen. Him and, and Mark Gunnels is going to join us in a minute. But uh, l- let me set it up, and then you could uh, freshen up your point. But it's about who's a tough out at this point, right? Yeah. And as good as the Celtics are, they have to beat two top mm-hmm. teams uh, eight times combined. Yeah, right. like if yeah. you if you're just looking at the at the odds, you know, I would say Dolphins. Uh, the Celtics were say plus, Dolphins. They were, I think plus six fifty when I looked it up yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't look it up right now, but it's like, it's, I can't imagine it changed dramatically. It wow. did. It did change pretty dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> but the idea behind it was just like Mark was saying that that was where the value was, and I was like, it's not a good value bet because it's not going to happen. Like mm-hmm. you know, if they just the way that the way that the, the brackets going to probably break up, I don't. I don't know if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to be able to match up right. with whoever they're going to have to go against in the in the postseason. Because like if you were telling me maybe it was going to be against Miami or Chicago, you could line it up in that way. Then sure, but just the way that the bottom of the East is stacking, yeah, like it's going to be really tough for them to like Boston's going to have to outscore Brooklyn. That's going to be tough. If they if that were it matters in every it matters obviously in every sport the matchup makes uh, the the style makes the fight and everything mm-hmm. but basketball more than any other sport that is true right would would you would you agree with that yeah sure that sure. Th- so you can kind of identify if you're the Bucks the one team we better not catch mm-hmm. in in spring is blank yeah so that's the point right no one has an easy run everybody's going to have to face two of the following teams and that's the Sixers the Bucks or the Celtics and I'm discounting the Heat because I hate their guts after what they did to me last night but um, they're a viable uh, option as well but so then to your point maybe it is worth taking the Celtics at a big number if all those teams have to knock off monsters I don't know anymore all right what I do know is NFL no, I don't know that either. I'm sorry. Here's what I know. Call our one whiny moment uh, hotline. I've certainly left a bunch of uh, messages myself. 424-225-2726. Get out your anguish, whether you suff- suffered a bed ache or a bad beat or uh, Harry gave you some bad information. 424-225-2726. One whiny moment. We'll put together a nice montage of it after the uh, NCAA tournament. And, uh, yeah, you'll get to hear your voice, yourself crying for uh, the end of uh, – the end of history. But NFL, 
Dolphins trade Tyreek Hill. Four, they four. trade for right. Tyreek Hill. Okay, well, forget it. I got this all wrong then. Forget it. <laughs> 2022 first round pick, 2022 second round pick, 2022 fourth round pick, fourth and sixth round picks in the 2023 draft. Their odds to win the division went from plus 600 to plus 400. And now Patrick Mahomes loses his best receiver. What, what were your first thoughts? about? Like My first thoughts are like, oh boy, what have the Chiefs done? And then I thought about how good the Dolphins are going to be, which I'm still not sure. But what were your first thoughts when you heard this? My first thought, honestly, yeah. was it's. I feel like the Dolphins had to spend money in, or had to spend capital or whatever mm-hmm. after, with this pending lawsuit. It was like they have to get some weapons now. Like distractions. This is the most, this is the most weapons active. equals distractions. <laughs> I was yeah. just say this is the most active yeah. I've seen the Dolphins in, in, in pre-draft at least in a, in a quite some time. You look right. at the, the guys that they're poaching in free agency and so on. But really, I t- and I, then my second thought was, this is hilarious because they said, all right, Tua can't throw the ball down the field or won't throw the ball down the mm-hmm. field. So they got two guys now who will take seven-yard slants and hit their heads on the goalposts and Darren right. Roddle and Tyree Kill. So if you won't throw it down the field, just throw <laughs> it to Cedric them. Wilson. And they'll run it down the field. Right, and Cedric Wilson. But it was those were my first two thoughts of like, <laughs> now right, we're so really going to see about yeah. Tua. And that's like the Dolphins, <laughs> they got, they're going to finish over 500. So let's it's attack it from to. that that whole thing, where uh, the Dolphins side of it. And they have been spending like crazy. Like, um, and a week ago, no one was talking about it because, you know, how excited, as good a move as signing Teron uh, Armstead is, you're not going to go crazy. You're going to spend 20 minutes talking about it, right? But uh, Bridgewater is a backup. Um, Chase Edmonds, huge. Two years, $12 million. He can make a difference. Um, they franchise tag Gasecki. They get Tyreek Hill now. So now, now we're talking. I still don't think they threaten the Bills. Those will be fun games. But ten and seven. What they may have done is taken a playoff position away from one of those AFC West teams. Do you think? Have you thought that far into it? I mean, yeah. Well, for the first thing that occurs to me is uh, that the Patriots are almost certainly going to be in the bottom half of the AFC East. That's awesome. I think. <laughs> It is. I love that. I think there's a wild overstatement from the collective um, uh, so-called experts about Tua not being able to take advantage of that. He can throw the ball beyond 11 yards. So. There is a there's a small sample size, but I think he was top two in quarterbacks for long long range passes. I think he the sample. I think he had like 25. It's or been a little yeah. overstated. Yeah. And by the way, it's largely moot. Of course, you need somebody to take the top off the defense, as they say. But mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel, what he's going to do, what you saw him do in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and what you saw Tyreek Hill do in KC all the time, was catch. Those little screens, those receiver screens, they mm-hmm. replace the need to run the ball. That's what our pal Jeff Schwartz always told us over the last couple of years. They right. could run the ball behind that O-line. They choose not to because it's just as effective to pitch the ball out to the sideline to Tyree Kill and let him whip his man mm-hmm. and make the first down, which he generally does. Obviously, on the other side, Jalen Waddle's also a threat to do that. It's a scary offense, the Dolphins. I, I How complete they are, how ready they are to compete in – Year one with McDaniel and Tua with the questions and everything, I'm not sure. But, yeah, they're they're a legit scary team. And this jive, this this desire, and I get it if you're a Chiefs fan, to convince yourself all is fine, don't worry about Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. He always fixes this. It's funny how these things ch- – Andy Reid, until he had Patrick Mahomes, the knock on him was he couldn't get over the hump. Right. Now it's a, don't worry, Andy Reid always fixes these things. It's not – Andy Reid's going to – I don't didn't get to a Super Bowl. 
until he got Patrick Mahomes with Tyreek Hill, I think there is some reason for skepticism if you're an sure. AFC West fan, if you're a Chiefs fan, and reason for optimism if you're not a Chiefs fan and you like the Chargers or the Broncos or even the Raiders. I think there's a real chance the Chiefs finish in last place in that. I know, but you didn't like them last year. I mean, how many how many years in a row you want to be wrong about this? You like the Chargers to win the division. I I, I get it. I I don't think I don't think the, <laughs> that's what it boils down it to. No, but it also boils down to like we talked before. For the podcast, the story's not written yet. Devontae Parker right. maybe has no part of that Dolphins offense. Could he be a chief? Yeah. Could mm-hmm. he be on the Packers? Of course. And then all of a sudden, Devontae Parker or Devontae Adams, maybe not so much of a difference, right, for uh, Aaron Rodgers. And and the same would go for Mahomes. Now, they, they have assets to make. Obviously, it's a rich, uh, wide receiver rich draft. Maybe they don't put their footprint on uh, in uh, in the first year, but I think the Chiefs are going to be all right. That said, I've not. I don't remember a team, a single team, getting pounded this bad in the offseason like the Chiefs. Um, Wilson, Russell Wilson, and Randy Gregory to Denver. Mm-hmm. Chargers pick up some nice defensive pieces. J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack. Raiders resign uh, Crosby. Um, they get Devontae Adams. Hill flees to Miami. I mean, and it's also bad news for the AFC West. Like I said, does this do the Dolphins right now? I ask you now, in March twenty fourth, do they steal? a spot from one of these AFC West teams, Martin. I don't think so. No. I th- I think that I think you probably th- let's see. I think the AFC South will get one. AFC- South oh one, yeah. 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 I but guess I think they have to. AFC North is is probably going to be the spot that's like I think you might have two from Okay. I think the AFC North is going to have Cuz I think the what I'm trying to say is I think the fall of the Baltimore Ravens uh-huh. last year won't happen this year. And they were they were what one or two there were two two point conversions away from two wins right and that would have changed the whole trajectory of the way the AFC North finished I think that's going to be where you have a surprise team that is going to be like uh, because people are talking about Cincinnati is going to be falling I think that's going to be the one that's going to hold three uh, AFC West teams out wait a second and we're skipping over the AFC AFC South the number one seed last year was the Titans and the Colts with Matt Ryan are improved he is Matt Ryan is obviously an upgrade from Carson Wentz and from Phil Rivers two years ago. This is the best quarterback they've had since Andrew Luck retired. I agree. That's a loaded up roster. I mean, it's not uh, 100%. So right now you're but- saying the Dolphins are not a playoff. I, I think what, what I'm saying is like they may not be – Dolphins may not be as good as Denver or the Chargers, or uh, but they still might make the playoffs because they'll have a better record because they'll play – the Jets, and I don't know, I say the Patriots, but whatever, and, and you, you can make the same point for the AFC South. Who's, I, this, is, this is the time of year. This what, is it. What you're getting at. This is the time of year all the way up until training camp gets going. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to uh, get muddier in our brains after the draft. Is make the case for who's definitely missing the playoffs this year in the AFC. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the easier game to play. The Jets... Careful saying that. What if Zach Wilson turns the corner? They're loaded well, up. Well, the Texans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. The Jags uh, are interesting at least, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're they're. I I wouldn't sure. put them into the playoffs, but it would it be insane to think Trevor no, Lawrence, can't. who is who is definitely the best QB prospect since Andrew Luck, who was the best prospect since John Elway, is it definitely one hundred percent that that team with a better uh, culture and all that isn't going to turn the corner? Yeah, the Bengals two? had four wins and they made it right. Of course, yeah, yeah. of course. I love when people are playing that game with yeah. me too about who's who's. <laughs> you think this team is the Dolphins are suddenly right. going to rise up out of? nowhere the Bengals just did it how many times do we need to see this happen before you believe the teams can go from last to first place 
Yeah. I don't think the Jaguars are going to make the playoffs. Okay, <laughs> but you get my point, though. $50 bet. By the way, you owe him money. Oh, yeah. You have money. Look at this. Let's Marty. do it. Oh, look now, what I got for you. I got, I got, I got 20 He owes you $50, right? Yeah. I got 30 How about this? I got 40 I got 45 6 7 now in my business, that's pretty close. That's pretty close. Pretty. Let me set the stage here. You owed him fifty dollars. You made right. a, a scary bet, Martin, at the time that uh, oh, it was like a hundred to one that Jonathan Taylor would M- right. win MVP, and then he went crazy like three straight games. He got himself down to ten. To I'll one. say this: I think it was about week eleven when the when the bet when Sal said it was a fun bet. Yeah. I mean, when Dave said it was a fun bet, week fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the butt was a little clenched. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. week sixteen, I was like, "There's no chance." Well, we were at the at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl <laughs> when, when he went it, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, all right. So Damashek lost. He owes you fifty dollars. Well, now he owes me three more. Forty-seven. No, that's interest. That's I, with interest. So it, now it's down to forty-seven. What I was in. What I was thinking. Where I come from, the the VIG runs, and there's a percentage, and you know, month right. after month. So you yes. really owe him like fifty-seven. You really owe him like ten bucks. Oh, I did the math the other way. Yeah, I no, you got to go a the couple other. bucks off. No, yeah, yeah, yeah this isn't the mortgage here. industry. I'm gonna. You <laughs> can't do it. a sub. Now we also, but check. You all said you have a hundred dollar bill. I do have a hundred dollar bill as well. well how make- about this? I can give you change and owe you three dollars instead of you owe me three dollars. Yeah, you give him a hundred. Okay, hundred? if you can make the change for him. Yeah, yeah, give him a hundred. You give him forty-seven, and yeah. then you would just owe him oh. three. <laughs> I think that works out perfectly. <laughs> I, a Bugs Bunny cartoon. As a grown-up. As a as a fraudulent grown up, yeah. you could almost talk me into that, and okay. I wouldn't. Know. I wouldn't know the difference. That's how dumb You'd I am. Figure it out like Saturday. <laughs> Wait a minute, did Sal and Marty pull one over well, on me? Listen, three card, Ma- three card Marty. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, we're uh, <laughs> I'm familiar with the street games. All right, um, all right. So just gun to your head right now, Dolphins playoffs. No. No. All right. It's not fun to say that, though. It's exciting. I will say this. If the owner asks Mike McDaniel, he says, I'm going to pay you extra to lose games. It's going to be hard this year. It's going to be like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're too good. I think that's I can't do it. No one's talking about. Like, Tua, sure, Tua got more weapons than the U.S. Army. But, yeah. like, but like w- do we know that Mike McDaniel is about to – I don't know anything about him besides that he's biracial because he, we all – that was right. widely reported, and he makes Mike Jones jokes at, at press conferences. Like right. I was told that Kyle enough. Shanahan was the genius of the San Francisco offense mm-hmm. and, and and everywhere that he went. But then I was told after Mike McDaniel got hired, you know, really it was you know Mike McDaniel's been there every step of the way. So what the hell does that well, mean? Well, we're gonna see. I mean, it's a very different offense from when he was hired, right? Yeah, that's for damn sure. But maybe that's how he he needed it. Um, it's tough to fail. Also, too, they're, they're not going to win five games, that's for sure, right? Well, they'll, also, they'll like, when you were thinking about the Dolphins beforehand, it was always the defense, the defense, the defense. Yeah. Well, I was told that Brian Flores was supposed to be this defensive genius. Yeah. So now he's gone. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously, they're, like you said, the Dolphins are spending money, and depending on who you're talking to, at the time when Brian Flores was there, they weren't incentivized to win in general. Right. Right? But... I don't. Did I they just, have a seven-game winning streak? Eight-game winning streak? More? They went they one good. and eight, and then finished what seven and nine, not, right? No, not seven and not eight and not. What what they finished? Oh, eight. It would have been eight and nine. They went on. Yeah. A, they went on a seven-game. It was a seven-game winning streak. But they should have lost to the Saints on on a primetime game. But the Saints had COVID. And they still made them play. Uh, I could. I could oh, right. I, I, right. We, I yeah. could do the next eighteen hours of when just they breaking they were nine down these eight. teams. They ended up nine and eight. Nine so and they were eight, one yeah. and eight, and then one eight in a row. Yep. Yeah. Trying to talk myself into all these teams. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think you're getting distracted by 
other stuff if you ain't looking at the Chargers. Twenty. I know I mm-hmm. talk about the Chargers a lot, but think about what they've done. You said like they added some nice pieces in Mac and JC Jackson. Yeah, those are two uh, two of the best at their respective positions to an already loaded defense. Uh, plus that offense loaded. My God. They loaded their way to thirty first against the run. I get it all year long. Like not even like pay, played bad the last five year uh, weeks. So they they got some ways. Boy, to go. are they loaded up? That's the point. And they yeah. and the offense is. You know, I, I, at this point, just offense. Don't mm-hmm. even think about the defenses. Do you do you like the pieces with the Chargers or the Chiefs better right now? Offense, I'm talking about Mahomes. Okay, he's a tick better than Russell Wilson. A tick better than a tick Justin. better. Is he that much better? Yes, he is. Tick 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 tick. Yeah. I mean, if you had a bet that one of these guys is going to win the MVP two of the next five years, you wouldn't bet Russell Wilson. You bet Mahomes over all those guys. I think it's fun to revisit the question you asked about. Two months ago, mm-hmm. who can you identify any of these guys? Do you feel confident that any of these guys is going to win as many as two Lombardis in the next decade? No, no it's any too of hard. the quarterbacks right now? No, but in doing that, we're giving Brady credit, and I don't want to get into that conversation. You're right, because he, he's way, way beyond anyone else now. Um, I don't. Russ want to talk- is, and by the way, yeah. Russ is going to be a factor. Those are those Broncos are going to be good. All right, Nathaniel Hackett again, better defense than what the Chiefs have. Loaded up on offense. That AFC West. And what about the Colts and the Titans? What about the Ravens? <laughs> Let's talk a about it all. Back? Let's talk about it all. No, I know. <laughs> I could come I on. Just, I, Dave, I, I think you're giving a I lot of credit it. to defenses of guys who are no longer going to be there calling the defense. Like like Vic right, Fangio sure. was supposed to be the defensive guy. He was exactly. the one that always held the Chiefs down and was supposed mm-hmm. to doubt. Vic Fangio got fired. It's a it's an offense league. I mean, how many times do we need to see that at this point to to believe that that's the case? I do want to. I don't. Uh, you know, we've we've gone down the Sean Watson well enough. I d- I did think about something interesting that no one's bringing up in terms of the risk and how much you're paying this guy and these women. And maybe now there's another woman coming out, and I'm not sure which jurisdiction she's in, so he could be in more hot water, or maybe it's a lot of the same. But he tore his ACL twice. Yeah. No one's talking about that part of it. You know, he's, he's still been- young, but just that risk, that risk. Forget about everything else. That that's rough. Right, I I think so. Like, and also too, like I, how it's like eighth on the list of what everyone's talking about. I like also too. I wonder like how much of Deshaun, how much can Deshaun Watson elevate your franchise? Mm-hmm. Like him and Baker Mayfield made the playoffs like the same amount, of, like mm-hmm. the same amount of times. But I think they got the same amount of playoff wins. Right, right. And I was like, and right now you can't buy, but you can't get Baker Mayfield for anything right now. Nobody wants him. There's mutual disinterest. I'll tell you what. There's there's a little buzz about him going to the Steelers. How great would that be? I'd there's no buzz about we're, him going to the Steelers. We're high fiving for eight months straight if that happens. I, I said I think it would be funny. It is a fun thought experiment. If mm-hmm. we hear all the time about culture and all that, mm-hmm. how big a difference would it make if you? T- I I asked that last week. Yeah. Was if you put Baker on the Steelers, how much better would we perceive him to be? And and you know. I I, I, I just be, love it. I think it would be significant, but it doesn't make any sense at this point now that they have Trubisky and it's clear. Well, Spaghetti and I were picked. talking about this, and um, we feel like you will never criticize a Steelers move. An That's ridiculous. Move. You, what was the last one? What was are, the you, la- are you out of your mind? Tell me what the last one you were upset with was. The last move that they made? Sure. I, I criticized Tomlin's in-game decisions. No, 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 no. The no, players, no, no. we signed this, we cut this guy. We Yeah. 
I didn't love when they drafted Terrell Edmonds in the first round. That proved correct. I mean, that was a little. What while year ago. was that? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying to. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. High profile decisions that they made. But it also they made a few. The Levian Bell, all the all the stuff. The but, Schuster, like any anything you want. I, I just feel like you're treating them like, um, a, 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 you know, a, a four year old who you know can't can't make contact at the plate. But now, like. All right, your four-year-old's thirteen and still wet in the bed. You got to be able to speak up. You got to your team makes mistakes. I I mean I I do not accept that. You're a Cowboys fan. You uh, have reason to complain. My team in spaghetti the, loves it in the twilight of their Hall of Fame QB's career still was making the playoffs. I I, I, I guess I, that's I, the part. I think the there's one a thing. spoiled quality that yes, you hear coming off of Tom Steelers doesn't fan. play sub five hundred teams. Right. I get that part of it, but. Go ahead. So I'm about Morgan. to say the only time on this podcast that I've heard Dave have a crossword about the Steelers is them playing Devin Bush too much. Yeah, so it was like Steelers in action that he was criticizing. But right. In terms of the Steelers doing anything. Never. never. It's like the idea that they just, oh, Mitchell Trubisky. No, they've know, been great. And yet I think. Let's and, do it. I don't. I, don't no, do no, I think Mitchell Trubisky. I, you know, so what you do is you just manage You just manage your expectations. Like, no, I, I, I don't. Know, I am always. Go to the Super Bowl. Okay, I got it. There is that. Like, that's what you do. It's like, but it's not the idea. Yeah, why not? Why Why can't the Steelers go to the, the mm. Bengals just turned it around and went four games and went to the Super Bowl last I, year? What's the Steelers? As mean? it ha- I in normal years, I probably would be saying, hey, the Steelers have a shot at making a Super Bowl run. Not this year. Not with these teams in the AFC. But they're not trying, is the thing. You so I, I think the Jaguars had a shot at making a Super Bowl They were literally the worst team in football. Playoff run. Here's I didn't say thing. Super Bowl run. I didn't mention the Jaguars in the Super Bowl. You didn't hear those words come out of my mouth. I, I want to tell you something. I, I'd, I'd hold your hand now, but I don't know how you'd like it. $24 million payroll for the Pirates. Mitchell Trubisky is your quarterback. You cannot call yourself the city of champions. You are not trying to win a championship in two of those sports. Well, I mean, listen, where Pitts, where the Pittsburgh Steelers are concerned, I reject that out of hand. The Pirates. How? How? Talk, How? About, talk about I can't badmouth a Pittsburgh away? team. How how the pirates are the, the pirates are a disgrace, and I've never why said anything otherwise. Why can't you carry that over to your Steelers? If the trying. Steelers are a disgrace, I would say they're a disgrace. What do I would say? Spaghetti, you want to jump? I said in I said twenty years ago that the Pittsburgh Penguins are a disgrace. They're not, they're the not, city not a of disgrace. Champions. By the way, I do want to say, you know what? The uh, ga- it's funny you touch on that. You know more about the Penguins than I do, even though I think they lost to the Sabers, who are supposed to be terrible. But they, at least two of your did. teams, the Sabers, are, are a little bit are not trying to win a championship. But I will say. It's funny you bring up City of Champions, mm-hmm. which is a name, a moniker, much like Title Town or otherwise. Mm-hmm. City of Champions belongs to Pittsburgh. It's not a moving title that you pass on to some other town. Like America's team. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, okay, we can argue about that. The one that might be between the Heat and the Florida Panthers playing down there mm-hmm. in South Beach, that could be your your title town and at least excitement for Dolphins fans. There's the some. Heat. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're fighting themselves. Yeah, I get I'm just it. saying, right. that, that, that's the one to keep an eye on. Just All right, but back Tampa to making fun of your city. Go ahead. Spaghetti, jump in here. We're, well, we're the right? Only, the only I, I Are you and I right about the thing we agreed upon uh, we, earlier? We are. <laughs> me and you are both right about what we agreed upon. Just because in my years of knowing Sheck, like it, he used to do every year to predict the Steelers' record, always a very, very high record, and he was yeah. right a lot. So yeah. to his credit, I predicted eight and eight two I years know. in a I, row. That's I, not a high record. I, I hit it on the nose two I, years in a row, eight and eight. I think that's being real. Fair, not being to be fair, I did not know about the 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 Terrell Edmonds draft pick. I didn't know you were anti that, but I do think the biggest one in the recent one is not being a prisoner moment. 
is signing Mitch Trubisky to play quarterback and being okay with it. Yeah. To me, that's waving the white flag. If the, I was so glad that and the Giants rumored to get him because obviously he was there in Buffalo with Dayball. If the Giants brought him in, I'm like, you guys don't want to win. You're not going to win with the guy, this guy right. quarterback. And I just think that to me is such a big one. They've made some risky moves. The Le'Veon Bell, I guess it paid off. Antonio Brown, I guess to an extent it paid off. Uh, although he did win a Super Bowl, so some of these moves I could see being okay with because they kind of weathered the storm because it's a great organization, no no doubt there. But I think. This move of having Dwayne Haskins, having Mason Rudolph, and then your answer to yeah. that is is Mitch Trubisky is just not a good move. And it's not like there were quarterbacks on the market. Like it's not they like still you are Jimmy G. I mean <laughs> yeah, James is still out there. Guys, yeah. right. They, maybe they could have gotten in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. That would have been great. The uh, or Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan or, or, or I, I, I don't know. There's guys who are starting in the league right now, moving around. Matt Ryan carries a heavy cap hit with him. Matt Ryan, listen, Mitchell Trubisky is young enough that <laughs> there's Ryan a chance. A you there's did, a you chance. told me I was sleeping on the AFC South because they signed Matt Ryan. Yeah. I mean, they traded for Matt Ryan in the Colts. The, you know, the Colts don't care about this cap hit. You know why? Because they're trying to win. It's, it's, it's not your money, It's not your money. I'm a pedigree snob. I always am a pedigree <laughs> snob. Mitchell Trubisky's pedigree indicated to pro football teams and to the scouts, the people who do it for a living, who are when often Mitchell wrong, Trubisky was coming I'm out of the draft, Dabo Sweeney said Sean Watson was the Michael Jordan of football, and somehow the Chicago Bears I, I talked completely to, agree both of him and Patrick Mahomes. You know that nice pedigree, uh, Daniel Danny Dimes, right? Right. I'll be like, are what are we pe- talking about? Pedigree guy, because yeah, somebody else got it wrong and took him up yeah. high. Not you got somebody. To get it wrong too. Co- collectively, the scouting community mm. arrived at, and I tweeted it out a month ago that a- as an indicator of that these guys are wrong a lot. Sixty, the guys mm-hmm. who do it best hit sixty percent of the time on who's going to be good. Mitchell Trubisky was graded higher. I thought Deshaun Watson was the better prospect. I said that consistently. Really, you're going to take this winner of a QB at the most important position who beats Bama. You're going to take Mitchell Trubisky after one good year in, in Chapel Hill. I denounced it at the time. But, but the now that you've seen him play, you're all on draft night. I tweeted, imagine trading up for Josh Allen when Lamar Jackson was on the board. You know what? For two or three years, I looked like a genius. All right, I, yeah. As one of them was in an MVP, but you know what now? It may, hey, one of them was in the AFC Divisional and should have been in the AFC Championship right. Hold game. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. But you know what I did? And, you know, and somebody else in that same draft was talking about just how good Josh Rosen was. <laughs> no matter what, we talked 20 minutes on this. I want to. No matter what, March, tell September. You, you brought it I up, know, you bum. Now fault. listen to me. I know it's my fault. The greatest virtue of Mitchell Trubisky mm-hmm. as a free agent signee in 2022 versus Kirk Cousins or Jimmy G, who just got you know extended there in mm-hmm. Minnesota, getting over invested in a middle class QB in the age of full QB saturation is the mistake to commit long-term and huge dollars to a middle-class guy is the mistake. If the Steelers want to cut Mitchell Trubisky, they could do it six minutes from Has now. Has that not been the Steelers suffer suffer for the last no three pain. and a half years, four the years? The mistake is, being, is, is to be overcommitted to Jared Goff. So you just don't want and pain. And to these guys. You don't want to win a Super Bowl. You just want no pain. That's fine. All right. The Steelers are going to draft somebody. Have you heard? Oh, all right. They're going to draft. I don't know if you if you're following what Coach Tomlin and uh, I don't know. GM Colbert are up to, but all they're doing is well, looking at not, these QBs. They're not drafting Willis, probably. They're, Maybe so they might draft Pickett. That's the thing. Well, Willis is supposed to go like second now, right? 
I mean, bulls might go to your lion. I would be My surprised. Lions is if, an aggressive term. Yeah, no, I would be surprised if the lions Someone's don't lions. take him. Yeah. All right. Well, Although I'm hearing buzz about Matt Corral now that it's all a smokescreen and the QB that a lot of these teams actually like is Matt Corral. And that's why you're hearing so right, little buzz about we got to switch. We got to switch to basketball because that's that's right. what's on the brain. Right I can now. still do 17 hours and 43 more it. minutes on NFL. You do it in the to. car ride home. Uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break. <laughs> and We'll talk about the Thursday games. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's start this off. Gonzaga, Arkansas. That's uh, so much. The, I love all these games, Martin. Gonzaga, Arkansas, Villanova, Michigan, Texas Tech, Duke, and Arizona, Houston. Are you kidding me? There's one or two clunkers tomorrow, but this Thursday slate is dynamite, and uh, it's one you're going to want to half check in on uh, watching your kid in a Yankee uniform at uh, 530 tonight. God damn it. Uh, Gonzaga, 10-point favorite. The more I understand Tom Brady. You're good. Gonzaga, 10 <laughs> over Arkansas. I'm going to take the points here. It does worry me a little. Musselman's team absolutely needs to keep this in the low to mid-70s to win, mid to high 70s to cover. I think they do that. I I feel like a weatherman, high to mid-seven, whatever. J.D. Note, Jalen Williams, they put together a nice run. Drew Timmy will prove to be too much. They'll win. He's, by the way, plus 550 for most outstanding player, which we figured out is based on the final four. Um, performance and not any of these games, but just the same plus 550 is better than plus 280 if you like Gonzaga. Uh, I think Musselman keeps us close. I'm taking the 10 points. What do you say, Shaq? I say that we're sleeping a little bit. Uh, Timmy is nice, but Chester, I mean, Chet Holmgren, what a name. People is. are really down on him. He's moved to plus 950. They were even going in. You're I'm down people. on him. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. I just want people are down on people. Man. You know, again, as I may have mentioned uh, once or twice in the last 10 minutes, I'm a pedigree snob, and Gonzaga <laughs> has perhaps the two best players in the tournament, so mm. it's hard to go against the Zags again, uh, v. the Hogs. Mm. Um, give me a double-digit victory mm. for the for the high pedigree team. I think that these teams, and you see it over the course, we've been watching Sal for, you know, what, four decades of, of this tournament, and it does seem like... No one is impervious to get right. a real scare somewhere along the way. Zags have had theirs. Arizona's had theirs. And well, they I, had a couple, Gonzaga. They were up by two at half in the first game and then sloppy against Memphis. Oh, yeah, you had the bad beat there. Timmy, what, 21 of his 25 mm -hmm. in the second half? But all right, so we're split on that. Martin, break the tie here. I know, this, game, this is how this game's going to go. Arkansas is going to come out and punch Gonzaga in the mouth. Hmm. Your boy Chet Holmgren is going to get a foul. Yeah, they're going to be, yeah, they're gonna, it's like, that's Maybe like four technicals. I'm talking like Dan Campbell, like bite him in the kneecaps. Hmm. Oh. Very metaphorical here. Oh, okay. He actually did that. But, yeah. <laughs> but the, Joe, Gonzaga's, I mean, Arkansas is going to come out and run him, run him. Chet Holmgren is going to look lost. And, and after Drew Timmy is going to be like looking like a used car salesman with his mustache. The refs are going to call a bunch of fouls. Arkansas's depth is going to kill him. And then as they come in and sub in, you know, the Joel Solomons of the world off the oh, bench. Oh, wow. But, you know, the guys who are, you know, 6'4", they go check 7-footer and 7-footer. Mm -hmm. Gonzaga pulls away and covers the spread in the second half. Mm -hmm. It is weird that people are um, jumping ahead to, oh, he's going to be a terrible pro. He's just going to get eaten alive, Chet Holmgren. But, all right, what about the next couple of weeks here? He's blocking everybody. I had to go back this morning and watch Kevin Durant at Texas just to make sure I was not losing my mind. 
But if somebody else tells me this guy is the next Kevin Durant. Different built, different. I mean, yes, sure, they're both super skinny and tall, but Kevin Durant was a seven-foot guard Mm -hmm. who was shaking people off, like, posting people up, uh, turnarounds. Like, he had command of college basketball. There was no doubt about it. The only question was, was he going to be strong enough? Chet Holmgren, to me, has gone out against two teams that were more athletic than him, shorter than him, but more athletic than him, and just is just getting pushed around. He's more Sean Bradley than I think Kevin Durant. Yeah. I'll tell you, if they keep trying to find this white Kevin Durant, they're going to get fired. Poshetsky <laughs> wow. in uh, Oklahoma City, they, they, that's who they said was going to be the next Kevin Durant. Uh, Shaq will be delighted if the Steelers signed Chet Holmgren. He can't can, <laughs> have a bad word to say about it. It is a funny phenomenon that exists going from college to the NBA. And I'm trying to think if that is also true in the NFL. I don't really think so. Guys that are tailor-made to shine in mm. college ball, but it doesn't. Uh, Frank Kaminsky comes to mind as as being one of those guys. Yeah. There are a number of examples. Uh, uh, Sean May for UNC, but those guys who are unstoppable in college, right. mm-hmm. just just purely because of their, their dimensions right. against college athletes. Right. Um, Big country? Uh, yeah. Brian right. Reeves? I, I guess what say? we're talking yeah. about is foot speed. As a mm. side note, talk about another thing we could I, – I, I could talk for 45 minutes about is – I'm not sure because everything comes down to in our culture now about like respect. Is a guy properly respected being disrespected? A lot of conversation about that. I can't put my I can't put my finger ultimately on whether or not we have Kevin Durant properly respected in our sports society. Do we understand that he's one of the top ten players? I, I don't think so. No, I don't. Think I think so. people do though. Don't you? No, you don't I get think, that vibe that, that people... everybody understands that he is why you don't want to play the Nets. I know Kyrie, I, but I feel like people should. I mean, right? I think, but I do think he's incredibly underrated. I really do. Yeah, I think like Kevin Durant to me has been the best player in the league for like the last four. Mm. Like when he came down and dotted LeBron in the eye back to back, back to back to back years when he was playing with Golden State. Right. I'm like, I don't see what y'all are talking about. Like, but I think it's, it's just tough. the way that he moved from the way he moves in in free agency and trades and so on that whole last year in Golden State. Was, yeah, I it doesn't help your perception, I think. I don't know. It might help in, in terms of how you rack up rings and stuff like that, but right. I feel like it falls off publicly when you move from team to team to team. It's like, all right. I know we're talking guy. about the here and now, but very yeah. quickly, an interruption for the new project here at uh, Extra Points. Old manning cast. <laughs> Hench and I are two old men, so we get uh, diverted talking about olden days. I, 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 the I always have a problem with the, with, the, with the premise when it's – when. The Mannings are like three years older than us, right? Or three years younger than us. So. Well, we're a little older than them, nevertheless. <laughs> right. So we're it's old Manning cast. We're calling back, hearkening back no, to the you. olden days. Yeah. With answer this one, Sal. I don't know if Marty Weiss is equipped to answer mm-hmm. this because I don't know how much Larry Bird he's seen. Larry Bird or Kevin Durant? Who's better? One on one. Oh well, no. I don't Just know. who's better? Who's a better NBA? Player? Kevin Durant. Really? Yeah, really? Kevin Durant's better. Hench kind of leaned in that direction. Yeah. Too. I go Larry Bird. Yeah. Larry Bird was rugged. People forget what he was in. The well, then you're dis- and- you're the one. Dis- you're I'm not answer- disrespecting. I think he's a top question. ten all time player. I just think Larry Bird is top <laughs> five, six player. All-time. He's dropping. He's dropping a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I you're right. I haven't Good watched you, enough to, watch, to know either way. But I just know yeah. that in my lifetime. Kevin Durant is the best big man shooter that I've seen. He doesn't consider himself a big man. But to be right. over seven feet tall and do what he does with the basketball. Stoppable force. The arguments yeah. I've had with Sal, Hench, and Simmons about guys like Jim Brown. 
Like you don't, you never even seen Jim Brown play. All right, How listen, much are you we can't get. get all, okay, let's Kevin Durant is already a diversion. Jim Brown takes us way <laughs> far from NCAA tournaments. I've seen Bobby Orr's highlights. Villanova five point favorite over Michigan. <laughs> I love this Jay Wright team. I think too much. I have Villanova winning the whole thing. They didn't panic when Ohio State made the comeback the other day. EJ Liddell, like that, that could break a team. They're just a solid squad. Twenty eight for thirty two from the free throw line. You know. Uh, the guards are uh, play- I think uh, Moore is like six from 11 from behind the arc. Gillespie gets it done. Like I said, he'll get fouled. He knows what he needs to do. I uh, made him when he counted when against the Buckeyes. Jawan, I don't know. Is he going to punch? Is he going to hug? What are we going to see today? I like Villanova to win by double digits. Sorry, Martin. I'm sorry, but it's probably good for you. I can't pick these games right. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't know. Hey. Good luck. Yeah, I, I'm taking Michigan in the points mm-hmm. just because it's, it's all to me. It comes down to Hunter Dickinson. Like he doesn't dribble with his right hand, but mm-hmm. Villanova doesn't have a starter on the off. Uh, I'll say on the offensive line. They don't have a starter mm-hmm. to defend him. That's over six eight. Right. And then Michigan in their last six against the spread. The, uh, the last t- the last six games as underdogs against the spread. They're five and one. Mm-hmm. They're uh, cover four of the last six overall. Jay Wright is a significantly better coach. I think he's a, not a, a, not a slam on Howard. I think he's the I best. Think, yeah. Like I don't left. Want to, I don't want to, it's, I'm not trying to dunk on Juwan there, but it's like, yeah. I think if you look at some of that Villanova's advanced numbers, like points out of timeouts mm-hmm. points out of like, they're, they're just off the charts. They don't miss free throws. They don't turn the ball over, but I don't know if there's a bad beat on the board. I think everybody with Villanova minus five is going to get. Mm. Hmm. See, I was thinking this is a game where Michigan, you look up at halfway through the first half and they have like 11 points. Like, oh, boy. I, you know, it begs the question what is this? Who does this? I don't have any data to back it up, but this five day break, who does it? Which momentum does it kill? The average, little better than average team. Remember, we were talking about Michigan should have been in the play in game maybe a week ago. And yeah. now it's like, all right. Or like the St. Peter's of the world, like all right, did they just go away because they had their fun? Um, I don't think Villanova loses focus. Sheck, what do you like in this one? I like the 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 higher pedigree team um, taking those few days, the mm-hmm. run up to be able to look at their opponent. Now, two day turnaround to play the next round to get to the Final Four is another matter. But I do like Jay Wright's team here and Juwan Howard. Be on the lookout. What's it called again, Marty Weiss? He may not come out and punch somebody in the mouth, but mush. he may mush him. Right, yeah, face like, wash. Mush is a slap. That's the yeah. Or a media company. That's smart. If he makes a fist, we don't see him in this tournament, right? Who wins in a Probably fight, not. a badger yeah. or a wildcat? Let's figure it out that way. Mm. Yeah. Hey, let's figure this out. You protect yourself. Or not a badger, wolverine. Say. Yeah, wolverine. Whatever the hell that thing's called. I have to think of wolverine. Only one of them is the X-Men. Mm. Okay. This March, bracket parlay insurance. Martin, you love this. You go three out of four every week, right? On a parlay. Right now, all customers get up to $25 back each day if your parlay of three legs or more falls one leg short. Of course it's going to. You have to do this. This is better insurance. Like, I don't have earthquake insurance. Do you guys have earthquake insurance? No. I think so. You do? I don't. I said screw it. I don't think it covers that much anyway. Uh, And uh, uh, that's my roll the dice idiotic play there. This... I say you need more than earthquake insurance living in uh, L.A. here. Parlay is great because you turn a small bet into a big payday. But a lot of times, Martin, as you know, you're going to end up three for four. And with cash out, the ball's in your court so you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. If you're new to FanDuel, just sign up with promo code EXTRAPOINTS. 
Then you can bet the bracket all tournament long. That's promo code extra points on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, the later games. Texas Tech and Duke. Oh, my God. Everyone in the country wants this to be Coach K's last game. It's so crazy. Unless, obviously, you root for Duke. Uh, Vegas and FanDuel think it might be. Now, they're not overly committal. They have Texas Tech as a one-point favorite. They, I think they opened around one and a half, two. It's gone down to one. I think Bryson Williams and the Raiders, they shut you down. Um, and this is a, you talk about a team like disrespected, like they're not Duke. They don't have 40 years of history, but last four tournaments, 11 wins, Gonzaga 12, Michigan 12, Villanova 11. They're clutch like Nova. They're not going to put up 85 points, but they're not going to panic. They finished Notre Dame off on a 10-1 run, you know, when things got hairy. And yet they have three leading scorers, all shoot over 46% from the field. I'm going Mark Adams, coach A over coach K in a close one. Mm. And that's that for Duke, Jack. I'm going to go with Coach K. I think that uh, I did. Oh, certainly, CBS and its partners are not rooting for Coach K to go out here. Mm-hmm. Imagine if uh, Texas Tech's coach were still was still coached by the mentor of Coach K, Bob Knight. That would be a fun matchup here today if uh, mm-hmm. if those two were locking horns. Either way, I'm going to take Coach K here for the reason I just said about Jay Wright. It's a coach's tournament. I know that, uh, obviously, Tech is coached up real good and uh, keeps things nice and tight defensively. I'm going to take uh, the pedigree of Duke, and also a Blue Devil would certainly beat a Red Raider. Ooh. Raider is only a pirate, colored in red. And That's Crips and Blood The Devil stuff. is like, you know, he's, you know, he's got, like, godlike. Yeah, that's true. Abilities, I think. Yeah, but you know, if you don't devil. believe in religion, then the devil's is nothing. Raider, a raider, I feel like can get you no matter what you believe in. Interesting. Make an interesting point. Do you, uh, this is this would not be the most fun of the Duke um, oustings, right? If they lose to North Carolina, that's great. That would have to happen in the finals. They lost to St. Peter's, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I just, I do think this is going to be your team, Michigan. I think this is going to be ugly. You do. I, I don't think that. I'm not a, How so? I thought that Duke was going to lose to Michigan State mm-hmm. last weekend. I didn't think Duke was going to make it out the first weekend of the tournament, honestly. I just don't see this Duke team being a great team. Texas Tech defensively is is they're like literally the best in the nation. Mm-hmm. Like not like 25th best in the nation. They're like top 3 in a lot like almost every defensive metric. Um So you think this line is off? This is a yeah, lot of I, as, as much as people hate Duke. There's going to be people betting Duke because they're Duke. I do. I think it's kind of like you know a lot of people. A lot of people hate Michigan as well. A lot of people hate mm-hmm. the Cowboys, and right. but you still find right. all this money on them in general. <laughs> Michigan but, squeezed into there. Uh, I'm not even being Michigan. That's why I started. That's why I started football. betting. You mean football? Yeah, I started yeah. betting, betting yeah. against Michigan football because I was like, right. how are they so? How are they favored? And this line is just wrong. They're mm-hmm. not this good. But. Um, yeah, I think that Texas Tech is a good team, and I think that like Duke got that they got Banchero, uh-huh. and that's I feel like that's that's really Banchero and Keels are really the only guys on the team that like inspire me in any way. And you look at uh, I think boy, this uh, falls apart. I think three of their four best players are freshmen, so yeah. that that's you your, your boy from Texas, uh, Oral Roberts too, Kevin O'Banner, yeah, who now plays at Texas Tech. Like, I like the way he, like, that's a guy who is a college basketball player for sure. I think he's going to have a big game. All right. So you go Texas Tech big. Shaq and I are a little more hesitant, but I, I will take Texas I'm Tech. I'm leaning anyway. Duke. You're going Duke. Uh, Arizona, Houston. Arizona, one and a half point favorite. There's another one. Line might be a little too low. Um, Explain that one, Sal. I, I Why is Arizona the number one seed only given a point and a half? That's the only thing that scares me off of. The Wildcats I think they're the, the sloppiest one seed that's still around. 
Um, if you go by both their games, actually, and certainly that TCU game. And Houston could really smack you around if you play, you know, if you can't grab a, a rebound in the last 10 minutes of the second half, which is what Arizona did, this could not, it could be a, a blowout, honestly. But I'm still taking Arizona. I still think they're better when they put it all together. Um, you know, if I were playing, I would want Kelvin Sampson as a coach. I'm sorry, if I were still playing, I would want Kelvin Sampson as a coach. I should change that. Uh, I don't know if he's wearing a shirt today or what, but – and I, I, we were talking about it before. This is a whole different team that made it to the Final Four, and he's back for a deepish run with Taze Moore and Fabian White. Good players. I Like I said, Arizona, in a way, they looked as bad as they could against TCU. Uh, and – the key is Karakrisa, who was one for 10. He scored three points in 27 minutes. I think he had to get it out of his system. He was injured. Now he's going to be back in the flow. And uh, Ben Matherin's still the best player on the court. You said you said Gonzaga has the two best in the country. I think I think he's in there. He's definitely one of the top two there. I don't I'm think Gonzaga has the two best players in the country. I know you just looked at me when you said that. I, I don't think so. No, Sheck said it. No. I know. Well, that, that's him and his pedigree. <laughs> you know what pedigree is? A dog food. I like, Hugh, oh, I like Arizona shit. in this one. Ouch. <laughs> I like Arizona here. I just, I think that Arizona, they're, I think they're kind of used to falling flat on their faces on like the national stage whenever you hear mm. about these great teams. Like the last really good team they had was Aiton. Uh, when DeAndre Aiton was there and they were in the top five and then were an early weekend, uh, I think a first weekend bounce. Mm. But I think that Arizona just... They're they're really 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 athletic and get up and down, and that's what causes me like because Houston is as well, but Houston I don't think offensively is going to be able to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like you know Houston wants to slow you down and kind of grind it out. I don't know if they're going to be able to against Arizona. I think Arizona is going to make them run. I talked to Jason Terry on uh, against all odds, and he gets a, he has a piece of that net. He says he's got a bunch of nets for high school championships and everything else. But when Arizona cut down the nets, who was on that team? Bibby and. Uh, uh, is that Richard Jefferson? Miles, yeah. uh, Miles Simon. Miles Simon, yeah. right? He cuts down the net. I was like, well, if I give you 350 bucks for that, will you take it? He wants 350 grand. So we got to raise that money. $350,000 he wants for the net. That's um, absurd. So right. make a, let's make a $350,000 parlay. Yeah, let's do it. Happen, if right? we go three for four, Fandle pays us back, right? I All like, right. by the way, I keep meaning to point it out. Every time he says it, it stands out to me. I like that Marty Weiss has a, has a little panache. He says uh, parlay. I like that, like too. Like parfait. You don't say I don't know if it works. Is parlay. It good, is it good luck? Parlay. It's like people who say insurance or mm-hmm. umbrella. Oh. You know? Right, Combine? Oh, right. uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's right. They're just going out of your way. Yeah, yeah. I think I just say it correctly. I'm going, Parlay. by the way, I'm going Wildcats over Cougars, uh, even though I bet you a Cougar <laughs> would beat a Wildcat. I, what uh-huh. is it? I don't even know what a Wildcat is. Is that a real cat? I think a Wildcat. Is that a kind of a cat? Doesn't, well, I think Wildcat just kind of encompasses all of I the I think cats. so, too, because you got a yeah. Puma and you got a, a Leopard. And Panther. I think Tiger, we figured out, a Tiger would beat a Lion. And so, really, the Lion claims something, much uh-huh. like the Dallas Cowboys decided they're America's team, even though there's a team that more people love in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Same sort what? of thing. The Lions, like, they had better publicists. Like, we're the king of the Mitch jungle. Trubisky. It's like, no, you're not. It's the tiger. But I think a cougar would beat a wildcat if we can even divine mm-hmm. what a cougar is, what a wildcat is. See, 
The problem with the Tigers and the Lions is that Lion King came out in the early 90s, mm. and Tiger King didn't come out until quarantine. I think some Lions were getting uh, lions were getting good buzz before Lion King. I'm came just out. saying, for, for this generation, for my generation, you grew up on the I idea see. that the Lion was already the king. I, I just you. looked it up. It says um, this is something guys who don't know anything about college basketball discuss to um, mask their inability. <laughs> well, if Joe analyze. Exotic had just started, had that idea 25 years ago. <laughs> Shaq, tell, give us, sell us on Arizona. <laughs> I like, well, again, back to the recurring theme now for Dave is when you watch Arizona play for what it matters. And as I've already stated, I guess it doesn't really matter if you have tough matchups for college kids, but it it should matter that Arizona feels like if you said you have to put all these teams, all these college mm -hmm. teams, and they're going to spend the next four years in the NBA, the team that would end up being the best is the Arizona Wild. Sure. Right. I'm um, with you. Yeah. I don't know what that you matters don't have to in the here and now. But and stuff like that. It's a very low. We might be reading into it. Um, we're definitely way off on one of these games, the Texas Tech Duke or Arizona Houston. They're 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 trying to lead us. They're reeling us in for uh, one of those, but uh, we're all on Arizona. It's got to be. But by the way, again, I don't I don't want to be right about this. If mm -hmm. Arizona or Gonzaga goes out, this tournament officially stinks this year. Okay, Impossible. Fine. Don't you think? Alive. If you get a number one seed out before the weekend arrives in this tournament, stinks. if you get one of them, if you get one of the one seeds out here, then it's like, no. what the hell are we doing? Why Kansas? Because what's Iowa? What's Iowa State and and, and Miami? What do they it. have anything to do with anything? I promise what are they you, playing Bubble each other. For? It'll, it'll it'll all work out. There's 16 teams left. It's going to be all Cyclone right. v Hurricane. All right, here's my pick of the day. I now I don't want to I don't want to insult Martin here. I don't want Nova Nova Nova, but. Gillespie, Colin Gillespie over four and a half assists. He's gone over four or four or more in eight of his last nine. I think he's going to be a facilitator against his Michigan squad. And it's plus 116. I looked at Justin Moore over 14 and a half points, too. I think he has a big game. But I like the plus money coming with Gillespie over four and a half assists. Go ahead, Martin. Take Michigan. I'm Best not going to take Michigan. Do it. I think that of the three of the four games we've discussed so far, three will be blowouts mm -hmm. and uh I think the one that won't be is Villanova, Michigan. I think that's going to be the bad beat of the weekend wow. on either side. But I'm going with my official pick. We will be watching Coach K's last college game this weekend mm. as uh, Texas Tech defeats Duke in a pr in sounding fashion. Given the one, you know, they have these um, what they call bands, right? Like alternate lines. Hold on. Where is it? So if you do believe in a blowout, shit, where is it? Texas Tech. Oh, I'll find it. Check. You do yours. I'll find Martin's uh, best bet here. Well, uh, again, Boston sports wonk Kevin Hench um, says when Patrice Bergeron is out, the Bruins ain't going to win. The mm -hmm. Lightning are in town. The Lightning have uh, have mounted a nice roster to go after cup number three here. Mm -hmm. um, boy, those uh, those Eastern Conference uh, playoffs are going to be dandy. I say the Lightning on the money line in Boston is the play there, but you could also talk me into the Panthers playing for something, giving a goal and a half down uh, or uh, up in Montreal is a, uh, a fun one to maybe put a little something on. And the Edmonton Oilers playing great hockey since Damashek uh, took him to task, especially in Edmonton goal and a half. You can get that at plus one Oh eight against the lowly sharks. I like that one quite a bit. Too. All right. So what's officially your um, lightning, lightning on the over line. Boston. Yes. All right. Uh, Martin, you can get Texas Tech minus eight and a half for three to one odds. See, that's the type of thing that'll happen and they'll win by seven. Yeah. And I'll be pissed. All right. You can get a minus 
Well, what is minus one. like four? Minus five and a half is plus one eighty two. I don't know. You I would think, but you, you know what? I just gambling's hard enough already. Texas Tech one through ten plus one ninety eight. All right, maybe I'll do, I'll split my unit half on Texas Tech pick them and half on Texas oh, Tech one through 10. eleven plus is plus four ten. So much, so much to talk about, and we're not done yet. Let's bring in our friend. Martin's partner, the co-host of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast, along with Martin Weiss, tried and true Kansas City Chiefs fan and by far the best sports gambler on the network, Mark Gunnels. What is happening, Mark? Hey, what's up, man? I'm happy to be here. It's about time. It's great to have you. (laughs) By the way, I should mention he's also in first place out of all the staff. I didn't mention this. Oh, my God. Our uh, extra points. We all filled out brackets. There's about a thousand people who are vying for the thousand dollars. Mark is 21st out of a thousand. And more importantly, doesn't have to worry about pretty much doesn't have to worry about choosing from the cap of consequences, which the last place extra points talent member will have to do. So that's um, Sheck and Megan Connolly and Megan Gailey, um, more more specifically, need to worry about that. But not you, Mark. How do you do it? Hey, man, I don't know. I think I just have my my dog fill it out for me, you know? I just, hey, just <laughs> right? pick certain scenes, put your paw on it, and then, hey, we're going to go with that and keep moving the bracket along. That usually it's works, right? It's it's always, yeah, it's, it's always the... Um, well, it's usually the receptionist whose cousin like got married in, in Washington State and Eric Gonzaga and, and she wins the pool or something. But Mark is not that because we know Mark on Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast, you picked a specific bet, Trey Young. This is this the other day. I would retire after this if I were you. Trey Young over 27 points, 27 and a half, and the Hawks to win. The Knicks blew the game. It was Hawks minus three. And the Knicks were winning that game late, yeah, the right? Knicks blew a, I think, 13-point lead They're in the fourth great. quarter. They're great at that. How do you do it, Mark? Well, you know, that one, I told Mark, that was pretty easy because we know Trey Young is the king of New York. They love him in Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was going to put on the show there. And, you know, the minus three was in doubt because he hit the over, like, in the first half when right. his points. So, okay, I need the minus three to hit. But, you know, the Knicks, they're going to collapse. I mean, it, you know, it's going to happen. So I was never sweating it at all. Martin texted me and was like, hey, man, I need to start taking your advice even more. No, I'm probably lying. Li- li- I'm probably lying. I'm probably lying. Not true. I believe it. I have no reason to uh, to think that Mark is lying right now. Uh, it's a bummer because I know you guys were discussing the, the just like we were the East, the in the NBA and the Nets. And Martin said, and he wasn't wrong to say this. He's like, as long as Kyrie Irving can't play home games in New York, the Nets are not a good bet to win the East. And he's like, I see no evidence of them changing this vaccine mandate. And then I think they heard him say it, and they're like, okay, let's change this right now. I lit, I name dropped Eric Adams. I was like, Eric Adams is not changing this mandate, and he he said, oh, oh, watch, watch we it have as he, you know, of course he subscribed to the money grab fee where limited pepper parlay is. Yeah. So he heard that, and he said it was like I counteracted Kevin Durant mm-hmm. when Kevin Durant said that Eric Adams needs to quit playing games. So I, you know, it's it's very, you know, like to, he likes to uh, try to, uh, you know, just just be contrarian. Yeah. As I that's as far as I can call. That's, it. that's what he did. See. I mean, that's, that's he's got a vendetta against you. So, Mark, what, what do you say now? Nets now in the East? Um, we could flip-flop a million times between now and um, the end of May. Yeah, as of right now, I'm still going to stick with Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I still think Milwaukee just have the most balanced team, top to bottom. I mean, they have all the depth. 
they have the confidence now of winning the championship last year. So I just feel like they just have that swagger. And I know the Nets, obviously their talent is really good, but they're going to have to play somebody like Philly in the first round, which they could win that matchup, but that's a tough first round matchup. So, crazy. Yeah. so I mean, yeah, the fact that Kyrie's been out and obviously KD missed a lot of time, it really hurt their seeding. So they're going to have to face like three really good teams to even get through the East. And I think that's a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Shaq says... And I'm kind of with this now, you know, we're seeing teams at the top trying to tank. I don't know. It just seems like they're trying to tank to avoid that Nets seventh seed or if, you know, if they're an eight seed. So you don't want to be one or two. But what do you think? Shaq, tell them your idea. I don't know if you heard it. Well, I think, Mark, and a pleasure to meet you um, and uh, via Skype or whatever this is called. Um, I think Mark, truth be told, Mark's like eight feet away, but we're trying out new technology. So he's appearing over Skype. But I, I don't know if anyone could tell. I think that, you know what I like about Mark <laughs> is you, you sang songs about his good picks in yeah. college and the NBA. But even right. when things go bad, I can tell from his social media feed, he spins them as a positive witness his tweets about Tyreek Hill living, the, leaving the Chiefs. Like right. a lot of Chiefs fans, he's rationalizing over the last 24 hours mm-hmm. or so. Like, no, this is ultimately good for my team. Team, right? Isn't that right, Mark? Yeah, but I don't like how you try to uh, paraphrase that. Like <laughs> this isn't this isn't me spinning that. It. It's just the reality of the situation. I mean, obviously losing Tyreek Hill. Who doesn't? Who wants to lose Tyreek Hill? Right? He's a t- he's a top five receiver in the league. I understand that. But the Chiefs are playing the long game here. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to pay a receiver thirty million a year when you have the best quarterback in the world. Everything around doesn't have to be perfect. He's not Jimmy Garoppolo. So the offense is still going to be able to score. Is and he now, Mitch Trubisky? Oh. No, he's not. He's not Mitch Trubisky either. So, should the Steelers have tried to get Patrick Mahomes? No. Well, Shaq, you should appreciate that. He's. I liked it. I was yeah. just saying. I was just going to tell Mark. I was attacked yeah. uh, moments ago hmm. for apparently being pie-eyed about a team that I've never predicted to go to a Super Bowl. Being too pie-eyed about them. Anyway, what I think would be great in not just the NBA. In, in all sports, it would add an extra layer of fun and intrigue is if you are the top seed, you get to choose. Your not vote. him, not Mark. Well, maybe he gets a vote. Uh, okay. Maybe he yeah. does. Maybe if he does. Mark get is the, the top uh, seed. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. What if you got the if the GM and coach and maybe the star star player too, just to add some extra heat to it. He you step to a podium right after the regular season ends and announce who you're going to be playing in the first round. Wouldn't that be the best? Wouldn't that wouldn't that have been even more exciting if the Titans uh, last last uh, January were like, you know what, we've looked things over, and you know what, we want the Chiefs, we want that right now. We we, we don't want to wait. We got to go through the best to get there. We're we're taking them right out of the gate. Wouldn't that be fun in the NBA? I don't hate that idea, but the thing about it is it's going to backfire on that team right? because now the team that you're picking is like, oh, you think we're weak. You mm-hmm. think we're chopped liver. Okay. Right. We're going to have extra motivation to come in there and knock your head off. So, yeah, it's a fun idea, but I don't think it's going to work out too well for that team that's picking their opponent. I'm fascinated by the matchups in the Eastern Conference this year uh, when these things get going, um, however they stack up. Is there... For the Bucks specifically, because I've I've kind of rounded into shape with you into the same spot as you. I, yeah, Milwaukee's going to end up in the finals for all the noise with the uh, with the other contenders. Is there a kryptonite that you see um, that gets in their way of of getting there? What's the one matchup that you think Milwaukee hopes to avoid? 
I would say Miami. I think Miami would be a tough matchup for them. I know they played each other in the past. Miami got them the first time, then Milwaukee came back and got them. But they seem like they're really determined right now. I mean, they're about to knock each other's heads off on the sideline. So they're ready for war. I mean, Jimmy Butler's ready to fight Udonis Haslam and Eric Spoelstra. So I don't think they'll be too scared to fight uh, Giannis and them. Mark is a positive heat culture guy. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, they'll, they'll be a tough out, man. They'll be a tough out. They're a real physical team. Obviously, you got Bam there, Jimmy Butler. I like Tyler Hero. He's been playing really good off the bench. But I still think ultimately Milwaukee would win. But that's a team that would give them probably a seven-game series. Did Miami, that, that was the bubble year they beat them 4-1, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that might be tough. So if they're done fighting each other, that, that Miami Heat. Yeah, it is weird. I do think Shaq, most coaches – Except for like asshole coaches like uh, like uh, Belichick would be like whoever we're supposed to play we're gonna play. Don't you think a lot of them wouldn't have fun with your thing? I think like I think for, what, for, what for, Gunnels for what, is getting at right. is you don't want to bulletin board material to poke right. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want. I mean. So like sports we're make is all about chip on the shoulder, yeah. like oh, mo- finding motivation, Michael Jordan, and mm-hmm. so on. So yeah, of course, I don't think you'd want to motivate some bottom feeder team. Like oh, you want us now? Okay, right. all right, now you got us. Yeah. So I think they'd make that announcement before they even had to make the announcement. Oh, but it would be fun though. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, but I also don't. I, 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 I. How much does that matter? Right. Like oh how, my how God, much it would, would it matter? matter? Everything. I mean, we're looking at it now because you have. LeBron and Kevin Durant in in these mm-hmm. spots, right? In a, in a typical year when the NBA is not upside down as it is, and you, the, generally the best players in the league are on the best teams. Then, uh, but you'd want the Cavs, the faltering Cavs, who barely make the playoffs. If you know, if, yeah, but I was, uh, down a guard. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, how much would it matter? Like, I I think that the, I think the I think that the Heat or the Bucks or the Celtics could pick out the Cavs or the the, the Pacers or yeah. whoever generally is going to be in that eighth spot and beat them. What if the Warriors would? The, if the Warriors pick the Lakers. Or if you didn't pick the Lakers, like that's the, the Lakers whole point. are way worse than us. The Lakers, you better not the Lakers pick. aren't even the Lakers I, have a top five player in the league. They're not supposed to be this bad. Like if it wasn't artificially constructed, they yeah. it wouldn't be this bad. Well, one thing's for sure: if the upset did take place, they would definitely blame the fact that the coach picked that team, regardless of why it actually happened. <laughs> right? It's like, I, oh, he shouldn't but, have picked them. That's yeah. exactly why they won because they picked it. Right, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why. You're you're right, Sal. When you said like a coach like Belichick, yeah, he he wouldn't he wouldn't pick nobody. He would just say whoever is the the seed we're yeah, supposed to play, yeah. we're just gonna play them because you don't want that backlash. Where it should it. be is I think let's all agree on this. The best uh, I know people want an eighteen college football playoff or twelve or whatever else. If you had the number one ranked team choose for, and mm. then you had a two locked in, and then the next three you get to choose from a pool of three. And say we're gonna take that one of the, these three teams to play. That would really jazz up the first well, round. Yeah, of the but final then that, that the talent is very close. If you're picking three to five, you get right? some PO teams though going in there. Sure. Like, if you oh, can't take Bishop Sycamore, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Well, you did bring up uh, Belichick. I brought him up. Then you brought him up. Let's talk football uh, and check it on a little. The Tyreek Hill trade. Boy, they got a lot of assets for him. A first, a second. Uh, a fourth, and then a fourth and a sixth in next year's draft. You think it's a good move for the future? 
But who do the Chiefs have to sign? They have to sign someone, right? You, you need to bring someone in. Are you looking towards the draft? Are you looking? We talked about like Devontae Parker might not fit now in Miami. Mahomes could make him a superstar. Which, uh, which route do you want them to go? Yeah, I think it'll be a mixture of both. Um, I think they'll try to find somebody like they're looking at MVS from the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. He had a he had a meeting with the Chiefs yesterday. Uh, Jarvis Landry still out there. OBJ. Yeah. I mean, there's some options out there as well. Uh, they're looking at Stephon Gilmore as well defensively at corner. They need to beef up their corner room also. But in the draft, I mean, this is one of the deepest wide receiver drafts we've seen. I mean, you have guys like Olave, uh, Jamison Williams. I like uh, Watson, the kid from North Dakota State. So, I mean, there's plenty of options there. And like I said before, when you have a quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes, you're already paying him that much money. You don't need everything around him to be perfect if you really believe he's that guy. So, yes, losing Tyreek Hill hurts, but I still believe that they'll be able to score a lot of points. It may look different, Mm -hmm. but they'll still be able to put points on the board. But now they'll be able to field a more balanced roster because they they freed up 20 million in cap space by trading Tyreek Hill as well. Yeah. It's a lot. Now, uh, you were going at it on Twitter. Not really going Wait at it. Wait a second. Devil's yeah. advocate, though. Devil's Damashek. I'm with you. You know, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and so on. There are a number of guys who have popped in their rookie seasons as pass catchers. But Aaron Rodgers. Sell that same stuff. Aaron Rodgers is the best, right? If Patrick Mahomes isn't, Aaron Rodgers is. And all we, uh, if you were paying attention in the last 14 months, Aaron Rodgers thought he didn't have enough good receivers. That was even when he still had Devontae Adams. So the idea, I'm with you, Mark, but I can definitely see, like, well, you got Patrick Mahomes. You don't need great receivers. Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers disagrees with that. But I think also, too, part of the reason why I think that Patrick Mahomes was able to be Patrick Mahomes in the way that we know him is all all that backyard jailbreak stuff, right? Who's the guy who's taking the defense 50 yards down the field now. Like, I, I'm not saying that it has to be Tyreek Hill, because Tyreek Hill's probably, what, top six, seven deep mm-hmm. threat in league history? Oh, yeah. Even, you know what I'm saying? even but, shorter list than that, right? But, like, but like who? somebody still got to do that. Yeah, like, but I, I got to say, I like the idea of, like, a Marcus Valdez-Scanling coming over. Like, all right, Aaron Rodgers made this guy this good. Watch, Patrick Mahomes will make him this good. Well, wouldn't you want to see? I, I kind of like the I idea of guys that. going in and out of. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing. I got I got a little numbers for you. I got a little stat. We don't like numbers, so but go ahead. We'll make it. It's, <laughs> it's a small sample size, but in five games without Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes is 4-1, and one, mm-hmm. and he's thrown for 374 yards per game. That's in five in five games without Tyreek Hill. Wow. All right. What what you can't have is you can't have Kelsey taking nine weeks off for inexplicable reasons, right? Not not actually. I'm not saying he doesn't suit up, but you saw as a Chiefs fan, that was like, what the hell's going on? Is this guy done? Does he want to play football anymore? And there are whispers about what what if he retires? Then then Mahomes is really kind of screwed. But you, you definitely need that that balance, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. But now Travis Kelsey's going to be fine. I'm not worried about Kelsey, man. He's good. There you go. Well, Uh-oh. they better add some defense because that's where they're lacking in that. Oh, yeah. Compared to the Broncos and Chargers, certainly. And probably even the Raiders. Definitely need another pass rusher um, opposite. I, they brought back Frank Clark on a restructure. That's kind of whatever to me. I mean, he's still a serviceable rotational guy, but you still got Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. But they definitely need another pass rusher. I like the linebackers. You got Nick Bolton, Willie Gay. They kind of popped this year. The secondary, they got Justin Reed to replace Tyron Matthew, who's younger, right. bigger, more athletic, and cheaper. But if they get Gilmore, I really like that move too. 
Yeah, Shaq, Shaq wants to put the Chiefs in the fifth place, and there's only four in the division. Doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> I'm with you, Mark. Uh, Ty, you did bring up Tyree Kill. I was going to say you were going at it with someone on Twitter, but uh, is he the all-time greatest wide receiver for the Chiefs? I'm like, oh, yeah, if you don't count Gonzalez or Kelsey as a wide receiver, and they're not. If you, it's not. The question isn't pass catcher. Is he the best wide receiver? I was surprised to learn that Dwayne Bowe had almost 500 yards more than Tyreek Hill, but I still put Tyreek Hill number one, don't you? Yeah, especially when you consider the playoff success. I mean, obviously that big play in the Super Bowl, do we have enough time to run Wasp? I mean, everybody's right. going to remember that. That's always going to be in a, a lore forever. So when you consider all that stuff, the, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the achievements, playing with Patrick Mahomes, I think it's got to be Tyreek Hill for sure. There you go. All right, big KU fan. Before we let you go, we didn't talk Rock Kansas chalk. because they play Friday, but they have looked the best out of the one seeds. Didn't really know. I don't know. They 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 be Creighton. I guess Creighton played them tough for a little bit, but um, no one's talking about them, and probably a good thing for uh, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, because uh, years that we get talked about a lot yeah. is when we get sent home in the first weekend right. or we lose to uh, Trey Burke in Michigan on a crazy miracle shot. The miracle that shot. Uh-uh. That was a miracle that was shot. A miracle by, oh, he's the player of the year. But uh, every every metric, I'm, just, I'm sorry. And you know what? You deserve to lose that game because people don't remember this. But Elijah Johnson, <laughs> 30 seconds into the game, punched Trey Burke in the nuts. Just, just flat punched him in the nuts completely. <laughs> it, was a, it was a wild. I can't believe he was able to play the rest that of the game. That was a fun jackass nut tap. It was like no. legitimately like a, a smooth uppercut. YouTube it if you don't believe me. Mm. And uh, it, what was that? The, the lead eight? Yeah. Yeah. yeah lead, lead eight. eight. All right, Martin, you're being rude to our guest, but okay. No, I got another goddamn thing to say to this guy. Ah. You talk about Rock Chalk Jayhawk. You know what, Joel Embiid, you know what he did last night to the Lakers? I was told that the Lakers are going to win that game. I've given you anything that you wanted. Oh, well, come on. LeBron didn't play. Come you know on. why he didn't play? Because he's 37 and the team sucks. Wow. See, Martin <laughs> That's got why 40, he didn't play. He's got $47, and he's the king of the world. And if, <laughs> mention that the Jayhawks head coach wears a toupee. You know what I'll mention, too, though? Mark <laughs> Donald's, though, when he owed me money, because I said the Chiefs, by no chance, were going to the Super Bowl in week 10 or so in a Twitter space. Mark's the king of Twitter spaces. Mark paid up within he did? less than six hours and full, full amount. I've been Why chasing this guy around about it, because dude. I got $47 right here from a $50 bet. This jackass wanted to bet me that Jonathan Taylor was going to win the MVP. I said it was 100 bet. to 1 odds. I gave him 200 to 1 odds. And you know what? You know what I'm saying? Don't talk about the Celtics. Good bets don't pay. Uh, it doesn't pay out. It's not a good bet if it doesn't pay out. I don't give a I damn. I said it was a fun bet. It was a fun bet. You know, it would be fun if I had three more dollars here. And, Mark, you owe me one because whatever we don't have our metric of betting yet, but I bet him that the 76 was going to win no matter what I the spread see was. Martin's, boom, I won I that. I want to see Martin's boxers and the skid marks. I don't really want to see that. I'm just saying. Well, we're just giving everybody damn John, credit. The, I the want fact that you're credit. bragging about a bet that the Philly didn't even cover the spread and w- without LeBron. Like, I didn't know LeBron wasn't going to play. Right. And the fact that you're pumping your chest out about that. Because it's a deeper thing with this one. It's a deep. The Lakers are going to be fine. They'll make the playoffs. They'll do this. They'll do that. We're going through it. I said, I th- I've said the Lakers are not making the playoffs. They're not one of the best eight teams. And they have. But you're wrong about that. I'm with Gunnels on this one. I said that. <sighs> I know uh, I'm I said right. I on minus three, too. Sal's going to uh, wear it as well. The Lakers are going to get in there. And nah. they're going to be a scary out, too. Nah. Oh, my goodness. They're going to be a tough schedule. out. They're going to be a tough out. Always a tough out, but all right. What, what do we look at their schedule? I know you guys. Well, went Anthony over Davis on. is going to come back. How much longer until? And he then he's going to go away, and then he's going to come back, and then he's going to go away. I guess He'll these come. are beatable players. They have the Pelicans twice. You have them beating the Pelicans twice. 
Yeah, you have to yeah. have them beating the Pelicans yeah, twice you if you think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, because they're at the Jazz, they're at the Suns, they're at the. Well, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to make the plan. I mean, who's going to? Ah, you them told out me the they were going to beat the 76ers. Well, LeBron just, didn't play, dude. <laughs> all I'll say, well, LeBron does play. That kind of changes a lot of things. It is tough to not make the play in it, right? That's like the Chiefs without Tyreek Hill. It's oh, just, wait, what, too soon. Uh, it's the Spurs <laughs> and the Trailblazers. If anybody the down there was trying besides the Pelicans, the Lakers would be out. Well, now Lillard's out, yeah, so it would have to be the Spurs. If anybody down there was trying just a little bit, the Lakers would be gone. Still tough. Still like three days. You have two bad days out of three. If Zion Williamson is is two sixty five instead of three fifteen or whatever he is as as he's as he yeah. did you see his stomach bounce as he came down after he dunked that ball on TikTok or whatever. It I didn't was? know what I was what I was supposed to be watching for. It seemed pretty athletic to me. I mean, it was, but it also too. It's like he just seemed like he just seemed like a big ass dude. Like I don't know if you were supposed to be showing like how ready you were. Yeah, but it's like you know he fell down afterwards. Did bro. you see the floor? Damn. Did you watch the floor when his foot hits? It, it bows. It literally. It really for an it, instant. Uh, has Dwayne a, bows. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, it's still pretty impressive. Still pretty impressive. He can get up. That's like what that, I was saying. That I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy. I was like, oh, this is this is a positive thing, isn't it? I mean, I know he's not playing or anything. Yeah, I know. It was also impressive when John Murray went for like 40, 40 in a closeout game or the first playing game ever. Yeah. And right. then the second time he was there, and now they're top of the top of the West. That was cool too. I'll bet you three dollars that the Lakers. <laughs> I bet you a hundred dollars. I'll give you <laughs> whatever odds. All right, Mark, I'm sorry. You know, I know when you sign the contract, you're like, I'll, I'll do it, but I only want to get yelled at uh, by, from Martin for an hour. And, and now we violated this contract because all he's doing is screaming at you. It's very, very sad. But thank you. I appreciate you coming out. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, yeah, Joel Embiid, scoring let leader. Enjoy. I, let him enjoy. LeBron, hey, hey, LeBron hey, sitting I, out. Yeah. What do you got a, to play for? Honor. Yeah. It's an honor to be yelled at by you three young gentlemen. You know, <laughs> very uh, stand-up guys. Thank you. I, it's an honor. All right. We're going to go next door, and we're going to get lunch, and we're going to pretend you were with us uh, all along, Mark. Thank you for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Mark Gunnels, um, Martin Weiss, Lemon Pepper Parlay. They have an episode out this week. It's fun. Uh, you do talk about you, – you break down others. You break down the East pretty well. You talk about the Celtics and other things are still timely, so check that out. Thanks, on Al. The Money Grab feed. And uh, that'll do it for another episode of – Extra points, and I just want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 